The following episode of You Can't Laugh at That is part two of our Get COVID Out of Your System special. We recorded this live and posted it to our Facebook page on May 26th as a way for comedians to come together and find different ways to laugh at this COVID-19 pandemic that we're all going through. Because no matter how serious something may seem, there are always ways to laugh at that. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the soothing sounds of comedians joking about a worldwide pandemic. Don't laugh at this next part. In a world of political correctness and cancel culture, two comedians have risen up to prove that with the right angle, anything can be funny. This is You Can't Laugh at That. Who writes these? Huh? Who should have this person locked up and looked at? He's been doing comedy for a little bit now. Uh, he is, the, the, the cruise ships are shut down, but that doesn't mean he's not funny. I was on a show with him last week. The very funny, Jeff Shaw. Hi, everybody. Hi, Jeff. After half a century on this planet, I know two things to be true. America runs on Duncan and stupid people love slogans. <laughs> and by stupid people, I mean anyone who gets their wisdom from bumper stickers. Then again, I saw a bumper sticker that read, dump Trump, so maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> a favorite slogan of stupid people is, guns don't kill people, people kill people. Well, I've got one of my own. Viruses don't kill people. Stupid people with viruses kill people. Or how about this one? Don't be an ass, wear a mask. Or don't be grouchy, listen to Fauci. Let's face it, stupid people are going to kill us all. Okay, maybe not all of us. Keith Richards and Morgan Freeman will be fine. The rest of us are screwed. <laughs> First of all, we have a president who thinks this pandemic is a hoax and a vice president who thinks it's the opening act for Jesus' comeback tour. <laughs> and as if we don't have enough to worry about, we got to worry about the state representative in Ohio. His name is Nino Vitale. This knucklehead refuses to wear a face mask because he says it dishonors God. God made me in his own image, so he wants to see my face. Well, really? Well, seeing how God created the entire universe, I think he can figure out how to use Zoom. (laughs) And who are you trying to kid? My mama loves me, but she's tired of seeing my face already. (laughs) Stupid people will kill us all. We'll have a COVID vaccine in a year or two, but there ain't no cure for stupid folks. If there were, the president's advisors would be slipping hydroxychloroquine into his Diet Cokes. <laughs> hey, stupid people, although protesting your government may be your right as an American, using your brain is your duty as an American. Your brain, you know the thing that's supposed to point out the irony of carrying a sign that says lockdown equals communism right after you cash your unemployment check? Mm-hmm. <laughs> And two very stupid men were arrested for shooting uh, the shooting death of a dollar store security guard in Michigan uh, who was enforcing Michigan's face mask uh, regulation. Ironically, had these two geniuses been wearing their face masks, they never would have been identified. And one very stupid woman was videotaped going into a gas mart with a hole cut out of her face mask. When the clerk asked her why, she responded that it makes it a lot easier to breathe. And maybe for her, I haven't breathed easy ever since I saw that video. What's even scarier is the clerk videotaping her said, great idea, I should try that. <laughs> and what's even scarier than that, the possibility that the clerk posted the video not to make fun of the woman, but to share her brilliant tip with his friends. Well, look at the bright side. Even if stupid people do kill us all, at least we'll all die laughing. Perspective, everybody. Jeff Shaw. <laughs> Jeff the slogan thing is great. Uh, I, I think that that's the beauty of this is, uh, you know, make America great again. Keep America great. Like, I mean, they have all these catchy slogans. Democrats don't have any slogans. Yeah, flatten the curve. <laughs> they need. Yeah. Yeah. They need to flatten the curve. Like that was OK. That was the best one in years. Uh-huh. What's going on in the product uh, in the uh, in the marketing team? Are you kidding? You're saying that the Democrats don't have good slogans? You're, you got to be kidding me. You don't think no malarkey isn't the best political slogan of all time? <laughs> no I, malarkey. I, I think it needs a dag nabbit at the end. <laughs> no malarkey. <laughs> 
back in my day, I'll be president. Something. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think uh, people are so angry that uh, they have to wear masks is because they're good looking and they have no other substance. <laughs> like, no, I have to. I have a personality. Well, I like it. You know, um, I like it how somebody can take a uh, an assault rifle to a peaceful protest. And I'm wearing, you know, I'm wearing a face mask to protect myself from a deadly pathogen. And they're taking an assault rifle to a peaceful protest. And I'm the one overreacting. (laughs) Right. It's a peaceful protest. You don't need an uh, you don't need an AR-15. You didn't an N95. Dagnabbit. No malarkey. That AR-15 is the most malarkey. Uh, yeah, it's like, why do they bring the guns? I mean, it's like you're just here protesting. If you're not bringing, if if it's a Second Amendment thing that's completely unrelated to Corona, mm-hmm. you're clearly there to intimidate people. Or I'm going to use it, like one of those things. It's like right. you're fucked up. You're what we're fucked up. Well, I've got a good one. I've only had one got one redneck say something about my mask, and I shut him up. I told him, well, my doctor told me, my doctor at the VA told me I have to wear it because of the lung condition I caught uh, in in uh, Iraq during the first Gulf War. <laughs> uh, yeah, I thought he was going to buy my groceries for me. <laughs> That's great. It's a great response. I just tell people like I have it if they get too close and they're like, oh, my bad. Hey, I was at Costco and this guy was like, oh, that guy's paranoid. And it's like, yeah, you know, it's so you don't get it, right? You, it's not so I don't get it, you <laughs> fucking idiot. <laughs> Yeah, but the cool thing is, like, a lot of times I'll take it off and people just go, no, that's okay. You can put it back on now that we see it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> You've proved your worth. All right, Jeff. Thanks for thanks for jumping on this show. Uh, social media, where can we find you? Uh, at Jeff the Fun Dude and uh, also searchable on my Facebook is, uh, it's uh, at Jeff the Fun Dude, but it's also comedian Jeff Shaw on Facebook. Yeah, and he's got a dry bar comedy special too that yes. you can uh, buy. Yes, and, enjoy. and I was, at the beginning of this, I was watching, like on my phone, I have it on mute, but I have the, uh, the cable app on so I can watch TV on it because America's Got Talent started. And I taped in March, and, and so I was trying to see if I was on tonight because they don't tell you if you're on or not. You have to watch. So, yeah, every Tuesday, I got to see if I'm on. The suspense is... It, I mean, it's killing me. I'm sure it's killing you. Yeah, yeah but, you know, if I ever see Simon, I'll go... You know, screw you, man. I was on uh, David and Steve's show, so. Yeah, he'll know exactly what you're talking about, too. Yeah. <laughs> He's been you trying to get it. on our podcast since we started it. Right. You heard about it from Mark. So. Yeah, you heard about it from Mark Merritt. <laughs> Jeff Shaw, everybody. All right, guys. Thanks, Jeff. Later, Jeff. All right. Coming in next, coming in hot. Uh, he had some drama going down at his place of residence earlier this evening, and we're happy that he made it here in one piece. It's the very funny Joe Briggs. There he is. There he is. Hey, everybody. Um, if you weren't here, there was like six cops here, and there was like some weird thing going on, and they like were like, we need to take a statement from you. And I was like, I was in my apartment, and I didn't see anything. And they were like, well, we need to put that down on paper. And so that's my official statement for the day. <laughs> um, but so like the two jokes I have for the quarantine real quick are, uh, this is the first time in my life where like most of the day I've been wearing a dress shirt uh, with Adidas shorts and flip-flops, and my friends aren't like, hey, man, we're really worried about you. Like, it's just been a normal thing, and it's been, I've been able to escape by with it. And uh, in my free time, um, I've been missing comedy a lot, so I started playing, like, video games. I used to play that, at, like, when I was younger. And I bought The Sims 4. And uh, I bought it because there's a vampire expansion pack, and I wanted to be a vampire. Um, but it took forever to install, so I just started playing The Sims regular style. And what I discovered is there's a career path called stand-up comedian. And guys, it's going really well. Um, I'm debating retiring from normal comedy because I've already tasted success on such a level you wouldn't even understand. I, I can afford an apartment downtown. I have three flat screens. I had two at first, and then I said, what's another flat screen? I get yeah. booked gigs five, six days a week. It's, it's no, money's no object. All for doing stand-up comedy. And mm-hmm. uh, it's pretty great. That's the only joke. That <laughs> I <keep it> to. <laughs> Man, you're another example of entrepreneurship, just going well during quarantine, making the most of nothing. Real, real me has just been like uh, losing 10 pounds and then being like, you did it and then gaining it back and then losing it. It's happened like three times already. It's honestly impressive. Just keep setting goals. <laughs> <laughs> so every time you set a new goal, you're like, I've done it before. Yeah. And then I'm like, yeah. 
man, that's, that's big, man. That's yeah. big. I'm proud of you. Uh, <laughs> I also love your, uh, your dress shirt with your sandals and Adidas shorts. Yeah. Is, uh, is quarantine going to be a fashion line a few years down the road? Like, like the roaring, you know, I mean, different eras have, you know, have fashion lines based off of them. Are we going to see a fashion line where people wear masks and like basketball shorts and flip flops and a suit jacket? I hope so. I mean, the weird thing too is my flip flops are labeled like flip and flop. So if one goes missing, like I know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, and then I like end up talking to the other one, like, hey, man, flip's been missing for three days and flop is not talking because it's not real. Mm. Quarantine sucks. <laughs> you're, it not, looks like you're thriving. Your mustache is thriving. That's for sure. I, yeah. I mean, that's the only thing that's going to stick around after quarantine, I think. Yeah. yeah. You gotta, it's the, it's the small things that yeah, you've got to, you've got to, give credit to man quarantine like do you think there's going to be uh like quarantine themed parties like 10 years down the road where people have to stay six feet apart and like, like when our kids are in college and yeah 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 exactly uh, yeah we want to revisit trauma i'm sure yeah that's weird that's like you don't see holocaust parties that feels weird to me you don't do trauma-based parties yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's not that bad i don't want to say trauma because you know i'm just being well bad. i'm not comparing I'm, this is two different things. I didn't mean for that to sound as bad as it did, but it, you know. <laughs> I was just referring to me, like, yeah. just, oh, it's tra- traumatic. You got to stay home. Oh, no. 14 like, comics in before the, the Holocaust came up. That's a new, that's, to be honest, I thought it was going to be sooner. If you could just edit that mm. part out, that'd be great. All right. <laughs> so live. if you're watching this live, just forget about that last part. There's a yeah. chunk. That's hey, you know that one guy that says fuck it right in the pussy on live TV? That's that's what I want to do if I ever get on SNL. I'll just be like live from New York, fuck her right in the pussy, and just get <laughs> totally worth getting there, and then boom, just gone. You remember she when Jenny Slate got fired for saying fuck on the air? Oh, yeah, she felt bad about it too. She didn't even do it on purpose. Right, no, right. dude, that's terrible, and she's hilarious. She's doing too. great. Though. That's the that's yeah. the worst part. Is she so was really funny? Yeah. She like if you I don't know if you've ever seen that sketch, but she almost has like a breakdown in the middle of it when she realizes what she did. It's a bummer. It's a huge. Yeah. Say <laughs> I've seen it and it's ugh, ugh, I can't watch it. It's a tour de force of emotion. Knowing knowing how she's ended up though, I'd say uh, it's the uh, it's the jumping off point of for the screenplay that is her life. Yeah. Oh yeah. For sure. And what, Netflix special. She's on Big Mouth. She's just crushing it on Netflix apparently. Actually, but it's good. Yeah. No, for sure. I think uh, I think your police report tonight is the jumping off point for a fun uh, buddy comedy between you, Flip and Flop. So they flip flop look- in like seven of Lakewood's finest. Yeah, <laughs> it was one guy, and they were like, "Bring everyone." <laughs> I'm looking hey. forward to to. I'm looking forward to that, Joe Briggs. Yeah. Hey, Joe, I like how you also have just a bunch of really thin books. Oh, those are I have record records. No, those are thin books. Remember, oh. see, I have thin books too. Really thin books, big thin. Well, mine are audio books because I can't read. But <laughs> mine are laser discs. They're all like old. Mo- it's like <laughs> those like old movies. All right. Anyways, <laughs> the heavy DVDs. Invest in laser discs. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. All right, Joe Briggs. You heard it here first. Uh, tell us your social media. Uh oh, that's a good question. I think it's Joe is also here on Instagram. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. Brian gave his Venmo. My Venmo is sweet Venmo dad. So right. I just like saying that name out loud, but that's Expect it. Expect an influx of cash. Joe Briggs. Yeah. Joe Briggs, everybody. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's, it's going to be better than your sim comedy career. Doubtful. Next comedian from Cleveland, rocking out in LA right now. It is 745 uh, LA time. She was the first one here and it's her time to shine now. It's Jasmine Carter, everybody. Hey. Yeah. Y'all doing out there? You know? Yeah. All right. All right. What's good? Uh, I don't. I don't write quarantine comedy. So let me just tell you what I've been doing. I got on a dating app like the first month in. It was stupid. Everybody said the same thing over and over again. So I I changed to make it more interesting. I changed my um, age range from like twenty something to like fifty, just to see what old dudes was talking about. Uh, nothing. He talking about nothing at all. It was this old dude. He was like. <laughs> He was like, just let you know, I'm not looking for nothing serious. I was like, do you honestly think that someone my age, 24, is looking for something serious with you and you're 60? Sir, I'm looking for a father figure on this app. I'm not looking for... Shut up. 
I'm not looking for a man. I can't bring this old nigga to the to the to the park like, oh, who's your dad? This this is not my father. This is my man. This is my man. I can't. It doesn't. It don't even. I don't want to have your old baby. How about that? I don't want to have a, a 40 year old child. What else I've been doing? I've been arguing with my roommate. He's in. He's uh, paralyzed and. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but he an asshole though. So we were arguing about the rent because he think that he gonna get kicked out. I was like, you ain't gonna move me. You can't move me out this house. You can't evict me. Uh, he got mad at me saying that. So he literally raised up on me. He was like, now what you saying to me? I swear to God, this man <laughs> raised up on me. Um, so I've been doing petty stuff. Like when he get boxes from Amazon, I've been putting them on really high shelves. Like raised up on that. Reach and get that. How about that? <laughs> the other day I told him, uh, shut up for I fold up his ramp. We ain't going to never leave his house. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> also on the day now, I'm tired of uh, young dudes asking me, am I a man? It's getting on my nerves. I posted that on Facebook and uh, this this trans woman was like, right, me too. I was like, that's that's not the same thing. Like, I, I understand, but that's not the same thing. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I also learned that I, I hate having self-respect. I wish that I was a hoe. Because, like, when you a hoe, hoes have a lot of sex. When you love yourself, you don't have a lot of sex. So I wish, I hate my, I want to hate myself again. I hate having self-respect. I would love to, to not <laughs> respect myself anymore. So that's what I learned in quarantine. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> that's my song. <laughs> that's my audience, y'all. I'm over having self-respect. It's <laughs> a lot of work. It's so much easier to just hoe out, right? Isn't it? Man, I ain't, I'm young enough to have a whole face. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. I mean, apparently 50-year-old men on uh, dating apps still rocking out with their hoe phase so and i'm sick of it this one dude was like i feel like a woman your age uh should only be with three people i was like three people what, what? you want a child i don't understand what you mean <laughs> <laughs> i like how we got it down to three i wonder if there was like a science behind it like is it, all right so i've been with a girl who had five dudes too many like yeah. one yeah what he was like at maximum if three i want you more if you've been not touched less i was like you need to worry about if I want you. You're old, okay? And they always want to talk on the phone. I'm tired. Of, my, my ear is hot. I don't talk on the phone. <laughs> Getting letters in the mail and shit. Like. Right. <laughs> my dearest Jasmine, quarantine has been tough. It's been tough for me. I realize that I'm not a good person. I uh, am. I, I, like, I like that you're like a dating app entrepreneur, you know, find that, that sugar daddy, like... Low key, I was just really trying to see what was up because the old dudes are, uh, what brought you to LA? You to death, you know, the same thing that brought you out here. We all chasing the same dream. What do you, what do you mean? So, the old dudes, they they want you to cook. You're like, no, at least you know, right from jump, what they you know, what they expect. It's like, nope, sorry, they tell <laughs> you what they do this man was like, he was looking for a wife. I was like, in me, in, in <laughs> me. <laughs> Let me send you a link to my sketch videos and uh, you can decide. Yeah, right. yeah. You should be able to post videos on your dating app. Man. It, oh, one dude did find me, though. He was like, let me get you a number. This is the dude who was like, he's not looking for nothing serious. He got back to me. He was like, uh, my name was just Jazz on there. He was like, Jasmine Carter, you're so funny. You should be a comedian or you sh- or you are. I've searched your YouTube. I was like, bro, you, you gotta go. I did a full background check. Do you love me yet? <laughs> That dude was weird. You the same age as my daughter. I was like, I don't know her. <laughs> do you ever get um, when you're back in Cleveland and you say you live in L.A., do people ever ask you if you know like so and so? It's like L.A. has so many people. Not really that, but they always ask if I see celebrities, which I do from time to time, but not like the ones, the, the biggest celebrities that you would think like uh and also, people think because you live in LA that you automatically, by default, has made you made it. So you got a mansion, and you on TV. I'm like, I'm doing what you're doing. The only <laughs> difference is it's nice all the time, and rent is triple what you pay. That's the only difference. But we we in the, and you get more stage time. That's that's the difference. 
between LA and Ohio. Yeah, I am doing a Zoom show <laughs> with people from Ohio, man. I'm, I'm. Uh, thanks for jumping on. This is, uh, this is fun. Yeah. Uh, anything else you want to throw in? No, just old dude, stay off the internet. <laughs> you heard it here first. Uh, social media. Underscore underscore J A S M Y N Jasmine Carter spelled the same way on everything. All right, Jasmine Carter from LA. Enjoy the rest of your night. It's young out there. The night is young. Yeah. All right, next on our list, where we're getting there, man. We're plugging along. How do you feel, mm -hmm. Steve? Feeling good. How's everybody on Facebook feel? Everyone feeling uh, vibrant and energized because your next comedian is going to make you feel even more vibrant and even more energized. My co-host uh, from the Rooftop Shows at Greenhouse. The next comic coming to the stage is Brett Thomas, everybody. He's in Brian's car, probably. Otherwise, we're just There he is. Wow, his hair's short. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you're, you're muted, Brett. Yeah. <laughs> and hey, that's Brett. your time. Perfect. Let me, uh, let me get a drink before I, I start. Budweiser's paying me. Um... I'm gonna start my two minutes. Uh, Amber, I stole your cookie tin. I need to give it back to you. Whenever I wear condoms, my biggest fear is uh, getting a woman pregnant. It's not getting diseases. AIDS is the last thing that's on my mind. So that's why I'm out, why I'm out in public. I don't worry about wearing masks because. There's, I'm not going to get someone pregnant from exhaling at the wrong second. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's my classic like Brett. Have for COVID. <laughs> Brett, you're uh, the master of the pause. Thanks. <laughs> Brett, I, I think you should, this should be your look from now on. It's like Burt Kreischer, but... Edgier? Yeah, definitely edgier. <laughs> Just get on stage <laughs> and start lounging like that. This is Burt Reynolds. Yeah. Brett Reynolds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Brett, your pullout game's weak, I assume that. Yeah, it's pretty bad, dude. I most, yeah, I mostly wear condoms. I only cough with my mask off. It's true. I'll get caught in there. <laughs> Oh, you're so vibrant and lovely. And I just want to pinch your cheeks all the time. Thanks. <laughs> I was, dude, I've been doing like housework during this. Like I've been paying attention on set. Like I've also been like doing the dishes. Wow. Cool. <laughs> Sorry, I'm heckling. <laughs> these, are, these, are, these are things that did you do? <laughs> did you do these things before? Yeah. The thing about quarantine, it's helped me uh, pick up some good habits. Like, it was funny. I was over at my buddy's house over the weekend, and he has, like, a house, a new truck. His fiance has a new car. They have a boat, a golf cart. They have a kid. I'm like, dude, we're the same age. We graduate at the same time. You have all of this, and I'm just working on cleaning my room. <laughs> For real, though, like besides all the people dying and getting sick, like I've developed some really good habits during this. <laughs> Brett is thriving. I love that. This is the message that we're, we're sending people for this show is you can thrive too. Yeah. Like some Brett. people to die for my dishes to get done. Yeah. <laughs> Brett, I loved your joke about Amber's cookie tin. That's real. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Truth and comedy. I wish uh, everybody we, we, you can learn from Brett is you too can lounge around the house with an open shirt and the confidence of Brett Thomas. Yeah. Right. Brett, any parting words, words of wisdom? Whenever we have sex with someone, always think, am I willing to be with this person for 18 years? That's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> Brett Thomas, oh everybody. I would be with you for 18 years, Brett. I would too. Yeah, I think that every time I see you. I'm just yeah. I am also afraid of forced marriage. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> fucking child support, fucking baloney. Brett yeah. is always my M when I play uh, MFK. Mary Oh yeah. Oh thanks. Yeah. I didn't want to say the F word. Mary Fudge kill. Yeah, that's better. 
Oh, cool. Brett Thomas, social media, where can we find you? You can find me like under a bridge All right. by the flats <laughs> or on Instagram at Brett Thomas 1896. Under the bridge by the flats. <laughs> like I live under bridges, but like I also have an Instagram. So I got to keep that going, my brand. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's important. Definitely. And you can take great pictures of bridges too. That's yeah. real. Yeah. Brett Thomas. Uh, you have to read his tweets and his posts in his voice. It makes it like, it amplifies the funny of it. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. So now that you have a little sample of that, we're going to move on to our next comedian. Thanks, Brett, for, for being here. It's been real. Your next comic tonight <laughs> is uh, he just moved to New York and he was such a hazard uh, that they shut down the entire country because mm-hmm. he got there and they were like, this fucking guy. <laughs> it's Rod. It's Rod. Hey, man. So do I just start telling jokes and try to follow a man that was dressed like Pee Wee Irwin? He looked like, he looked like Steve Irwin, but more Pee Wee Irwin. <laughs> you know how difficult it is to not know where his right hand is that whole set? Brett is murderously good on stage. That's the whole, the whole problem. Between him... Between him and Jeff Shaw saying that, he, like, Jeff was like, oh, yeah, I've got a dry bar special. I auditioned for America's Got Talent. I want to be a coronavirus casualty. All right? <laughs> I just just end it now. It's so hard to listen to guys be like, I don't know if Simon Cowell knows about me. I just, yeah, well, he doesn't know about me, Jeff. All right? I'm just here in a basement with a bunch of other people that do a podcast locally. It's called uh, The Guiltless Podcast. I've got the I've got the actual logo behind me. I don't know. I'm putting up Joe Exotic for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, I moved to New York. Right, I, I moved on March 1st is when my lease started, and March 9th is when they detected the first case of coronavirus. And then uh, St. Patrick's Day is when I'm in New York City. So I've been on the road now for close to three months. Um, some things that I've realized: one, I'm pretty sure that we're looking in the wrong places for the coronavirus vaccine. Like, if you want to figure out how to survive anything, just figure out what is in the bloodstream of a New York City rat. Like, those things, they survive everything. Like, 70-mile-an-hour trains every four minutes, a New York City rat is like, so the fuck what? Tough mm-hmm. enough. Hurricane Sandy shows up, they're like, we can swim. Uh, the Black Plague, they're like, we invented it. So, my <laughs> Baton Island, they were like, all right, who gives a shit? Uh, it's more for, that's weird. Um so yeah, coronavirus has been weird, man. It's actually my folks called me right before I moved to New York, and they were like, "Hey, do you want to, you want to maybe like, you know, there's a lot of Indian to marry one of them, or at least look at an arranged marriage." I was like, "Nah, fuck that." Then coronavirus hit, and I was stuck with a rent bill that's so exorbitant that I actually called my dad and I was like, "Hey, so about those girls? This might be time to revisit that." And he's like, "No, you're too old." And I was like, it's been two and a half months. And he's like, yeah, but you're bald. Time ages faster. <laughs> been pretty much, yeah. My coronavirus experience has been interesting, to say the least. I always find it funny. Like coronavirus, I think, is the first time that white people in this country have had a tiny glimpse into what racism might be like. Because it's the first time they've had, they basically walk into a store and they get followed around or they're walking down the street and people switch sides of the road that they're walking on. Or like the safest place to be is actually inside your house because anything to do with the police is deadly. Uh, so yeah, man, I don't know. The the virus in general, um, it leaves... I don't think anything is going to fucking change, by the way. I think things are going to open up and then all the lunkheads that set off the lunk alarm at Planet Fitness are going to go to Town Hall and start beating the shit out of each other and everything else that moves. And if you haven't been to Town Hall... Um, this is, a, I'm assuming, mostly Cleveland-focused situation, but I'm both vegetarian and an immigrant, so those people truly have a love-hate relationship with me. Like mm-hmm. They don't know whether to feed me or kick me out of the country. So I'm excited to see what New York looks like whenever I go back in 2022. Yeah. Um, but yeah, for now, thank you guys for having me on here. It's fun. I'm actually in Cleveland spreading the virus, not, <laughs> not, not deliberately, but I don't know. I've been on the road for a long time. 
I did Arkansas before this. And basically everywhere I go, there's no longer reason to be there within six weeks. So yeah, this is this is this is the right time to be drinking in Cleveland. Uh product placement for Great Lakes. Brett was pushing Budweiser, but you're doing the local stuff. I'm just taking whatever's in the Guiltless Podcast fridge, which you can Hell yeah, buy man. iTunes and a variety of other places. Take advantage for sure. Uh dude, the the rat joke was great. I love the rat joke, by the way. Uh it's a, it's it's a great build. Like uh <laughs> Sandy, um, the 70 mile an hour subway train and then black plague we invented it that that's such a good beat on that joke i usually put 9 and 11 before the black plague in that joke and i say usually as if i've been doing this joke for years which yeah is- uh, it, it's fun it's like i love evolving like you come up with that initial punchline and, and then it like i don't know how, how did it guide you like from 9 11 was it did you do a four-part joke or there four beats to that or was there no, I was literally, I was standing in a subway station in New York and I was watching the, like the rats didn't give a shit and people were standing so far away from each other. And I was like, yeah. these things can literally survive anything. Like, yeah, like New York City rats survive cats. Like that's how good they are. Yeah. They're the ones that kill the cats. Yeah. They're big. They're as big. Yeah. It's, yeah. A, a lightweight New York City cat versus like a heavyweight rat. It's the same weight class. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> It's like those super rats from Gotham City. Yeah, it's <laughs> inspired by reality. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what the fuck. I don't know what is in the water down there. Brett's condoms. Yeah. Dude, I don't know. You know, whenever I see these low T commercials for androgen and shit on TV, I'm just like, just drink New Jersey tap water. Everyone there is a <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> There's something in the water. Balls. Just drink what comes out of like upstate Queens. Raj Suresh, anything else you want to add? No, nope, that's it. In terms of social media, you can also find me under a bridge. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's just Raj does comedy on every single platform. Thank you two for putting this together. It's awesome that you found a, a way to put 20 comics on a bill in the middle of a, a pandemic. It's been hey, fun, honestly. I like seeing all you guys. It's great. Yeah. It's, on, it's therapeutic to see that's you guys. Exactly what I was going to say. Therapeutic, for sure. It's good to see you, man. Yeah. Also, love Brett Thomas. Everybody go follow him instead of me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Brett, no, for great. sure. Don't follow any of us. Just follow Brett. Uh, <laughs> let's inflate his ego. Um, right. He's like, I'm the shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Why didn't I do this show with an open jacket? God. Did you hear him? He forgot to mute. Yeah. <laughs> and he like appeared for a second as a, <laughs> just his name. And <laughs> Brett doesn't follow rules now. We've been saying, no. hey, mute, mute yourself. Right. And Brett's like, that doesn't apply to me. All right, Raj, <laughs> the rest, everybody. Uh, let's you, keep Raj. this. All right, thanks, let's keep Dad. this rocking and rolling. We got a few comics left. Mm-hmm. Uh, up next is uh, he's got a podcast, uh, Happy Hour with Steve Guy. I think that's what it's called. If it's not, uh, correct me and tell me I'm an idiot. Um, his name is Steve Guy. Everybody, Steve Guy. That's the easiest intro you can have. Like people know who's coming when you say Happy Hour with Steve Guy. That's that's correct. <laughs> so so happy to be this is you guys are talking about it as being therapeutic you guys really just wanted like a lakewood village tavern didn't you like you couldn't help it 24 comics eight people watching and mm. this is incredible what if like what if i got on this and i was just like you know what seven of the first 18 people before me did my coronavirus jokes <laughs> right <laughs> And uh, I'm I'm done now. But uh, why did nobody talk about Ryan Chernick looking like he was sitting on the ground? <laughs> he did. <laughs> How did you guys not comment on that? I don't know. Good joint. We go we go we go from that to Brian Sternick sitting in his car, which is mind-boggling because we know that he's roommates with Brett Thomas, and Brett clearly was able to sit in a room and have light. I don't. I don't know. Sorry. These are just, these aren't coronavirus jokes. These are just what's on my mind watching this whole show. Uh, I could be Brett Thomas if you want. Hey, uh, you know, I, uh, the other day, so like dishes, I don't know. I got nothing. All right. Um, by the way, when he was telling you guys that he did dishes, Brett wanted you to know that he did dishes while this show was happening. <laughs> now that <laughs> it was a new habit, I guess. That's I'll- why he was glistening. He got himself wet. Yeah, yeah. this is exactly it. I mean, uh-huh. we all expect Brett Thomas to be that guy doing dishes and waters all over his shirt. That's probably why he had to undo it. 
makes sense now. Yeah, he hasn't figured out what happens when uh, water splashes on a spoon. Yeah. <laughs> Such vivid imagery, David. Good job. <laughs> uh, hey, I just learned that, all right? So. <laughs> so my biggest problem with these coronavirus stuff that's going on is uh, are the protests. I know a lot of people talked about him, but the, the irony in the people doing the protesting is just, amazing to me. I love it. And, uh, I love to hate it, but I love to love it. The people, the people going to these protests who not the people who like feel like, Hey, I need to have a job. So I want this thing to open up. That's one section, but the people who are going there and are like holding signs saying that the coronavirus is a hoax and it's not real, but then they're wearing a mask. Like you, you gotta pick a side, you know what I mean? Like that's like going to an anti-abortion rally at Planned Parenthood. But while you're there, you're like, Maybe I'll take a pamphlet. No, like it's mm-hmm. not. It's one or the other. And I know that Jeff saw some of the the guns and the AR-15s. And how stupid are you that you think? Like, what are you getting across? Are you protecting us from the coronavirus with your AR-15? Like, if that's what could defeat the coronavirus and could defeat every virus, I wish that these motherfuckers were around when the AIDS became an epidemic because maybe we wouldn't have had that outbreak either. I don't know. Just my thought. It's a good point. That's all, all I got coronavirus for you. If, if <laughs> we could shoot this thing with a gun, like if we could turn this into a Bruce Willis action movie, it had been done by now. Right. <laughs> like there would be a whole industry, you know, the military industrial complex for viruses. Like we'd, it'd be done. Actually, you know what's interesting? Um, there are researchers right now that are developing little nano machines to inject into your bloodstream that will like, that are programmed to fight uh, things that don't belong in your body. So they detect like when nan- something's not machines. right. Like what? Like nano machines. Yeah, like nano robot. Like little. No, I meant like things that aren't supposed to be in your body. Like, like nano other nano machines. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's, exactly. Uh, that's going to cause so, all kinds of problems. Hey, the government is looking out for you. They're yeah. inventing little robots to inject into your bloodstream to fight viruses. You will you know never. What big brothers that. are known for beating you up. So <laughs> from the inside, it's great. Right. Can we also talk about everybody that's in love with TikTok and speaking of government looking out for you, the fact that there are multiple lawsuits pending with TikTok because they're just hoarding your information and part of it went to the Chinese government. Like (laughs) these are actually like, that's not conspiracy. That's all factual stuff. (laughs) Oh no, I know this, this virus is teaching us a lot. Uh, We can bomb people who attack us, but viruses and like, social media hacking and is yeah. it's that's the downfall i i i'm I sure that every single person on this list and i know that i actually suggested it to a couple just because i'm like i don't know maybe you'd be good at this but like people want comics that's their immediate thing you should join tiktok like no that's not i'm good right. <laughs> yeah <laughs> i uh i follow gary vaynerchuk um and he's all about using tiktok as a marketing platform which I understand, like, I have a TikTok, but I've never posted anything or followed anybody or even looked at it. I just downloaded it and created an account, and that's it. The most recent lawsuit is that TikTok is hoarding your facial recognition and your fingerprint scans on your phone when you log in. (laughs) The virus is a distraction. The real downfall of America is TikTok. Yeah, exactly. But damn, girl, (laughs) those dance moves look fly. Everybody, great job lip syncing, everybody, on TikTok. We're doing it. We're doing it. Steve, anything else you want to add? No. Oh, no. Not really. Oh, that's Steve. just don't. <laughs> got confusing. Oh, I did. Uh, I forgot that there are two Steves in on my screen right now. Um, oh. Steve, where can we find you on social media? How can we listen to your podcast? Um, on Twitter, I am the Steve guy. Uh, you can follow like my Facebook page, find it under the same thing. Instagram, it's the guy Steve because somebody was an idiot and decided to take my Twitter name, whatever. Uh, look out for happy hour with Steve guy comes new one comes out every Thursday uh, on YouTube. There's an, like an actual episode episodic kind of show. It's talk and variety, a whole bunch of stuff going on with that. If all you like is podcasts and the audio podcast version of the same name, happy hour, with Steve guys on Apple podcasts, Google podcasts, Spotify, uh, anchor.fm and you can get it there. That's it. All right. Go, Steve Guy, everybody. Steve Guy, everybody. Also, Steve Merz, you've been so great because you thank every single person as they go. I just thought of that as I was leaving. I think that's delightful. Thank you. I appreciate it.
Steve Thank guy. you, Steve Guy. <laughs> Steve is a delightful fellow. Uh, both of you are. Thanks for thanks for jumping on the show. Um, we've got three comics left, and we are done. I think we've learned some things for how to to run one of these uh, for next time. So thanks mm-hmm. for uh, thanks for sticking out. Thanks for being yeah. part of this, everybody. Um, once again, you can't laugh at that podcast. Uh, check it out. We're on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and Stitcher and Libsyn and Google. Um, so definitely check that out. And our Patreon is uh, patreon.com forward slash you can't laugh pod. With that being said, with the business out of the way, uh, we're going to get down to business with your next comedian coming from Philly um, by way of Erie, PA. It's Casey Kuftick. Casey Kuftick, everyone. Yo, how's it going? Good, man. Well, Thanks for sticking it out. On. Yeah, covering the whole state of PA, Erie to Philly. They're the same same city, just different kinds of trash. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man, it's actually it's actually 4 a.m. over here in Philly, but uh, I'm happy to be here. I, I love I was watching this whole show. Uh, Steve, at one point, uh, I think your roommate came up behind you mm-hmm, to get yeah. something from the fridge. And, you know, I'm surprised that, like, two months into, like, Zoom, we haven't had a Zoom murder yet. That seems weird for America, right? Like, how have we not had someone die, like, during a work conference? Actually, I don't want to ruin this, but there was one. Oh, <laughs> there really? was. Yeah, there was one. All right, it happened. Oh, man, what a country. You, you called it, man. You were like, this uh, had to have happened by yeah, now, right? It only makes sense. Oh, that's great. I'll have to look that up. Uh... <laughs> I'll talk about what's been going on with me. Um, I made it like about two months. We're on day 72 in Philly, at least, uh, in quarantine. I made it two months into quarantine uh, without it, but I recently decided to go back on my antidepressant. Uh, but mentally, though, I'm fine. It's just that I needed something to poison my erections. I'm just getting <laughs> too many of them. And it was too much, too much going on. I, uh, I just, my thing is like, if I can't leave the house to drive and get sex, like, then I don't want to have a sex drive at all. So I'm just using antidepressants for the side effects, baby. Uh, but I don't know. Seriously, I mean, I'm doing good right now. Like, I don't have to go to work and I'm getting a paycheck every week. I've literally never been happier. This is everything I've wanted since I was 18 years old. Uh, but I'm also hornier than I've ever been before. I feel like an eighth grader who found a Maxim magazine again. You're like, it's just that kind of level of excitement for me all the time. I just like, I'm just bursting at the seams. I don't know. It's it's crazy. Like the other day, I did I did laundry and I had two two stacks of clean clothes next to each other, and it looked like an ass to me. It's I'm having a hard time. I'm having a really hard time. Uh, I, I just I'm grateful though that we uh, people are still wearing masks. Like I, I'm grateful that I have to wear a mask too because uh, every time I leave the house, like whenever I see anybody, just literally everyone, I'm just licking my lips under that mask. I'm, it's that bad right now. I'm just so. I need my new fetish is eye contact and proximity. So every time I'm out outside of the house, it's just licking lips under the mask and being a good old perv. I, uh, and I know like what people, people would say like, uh, dude, like just watch porn and masturbate like a couple other comics are talking about, but I did that. I finished porn. I got to the end. I got to the final boss. Do you know what the final boss is? It's webcam footage of yourself getting off. You have to, if you can get off to yourself getting off, you can get off to anything. And uh, that was truly the most depressing part of my quarantine. So, yeah, that's just been what's up with me, you know, hanging out here in Philly. Sounds productive. Yeah, it's been it's been crazy. You finished porn. Finished it. Got that's, it all. That's exciting, man. I'm proud of you. Yeah. Uh, you can start over in hard mode now, though. Yeah. yeah that's right. Maybe not with the depressant, antidepressants, though. Yeah, there's there's a couple like missions off to the side I didn't get to finish, so I feel like I should go back and hit those first. Right, a couple, couple <laughs> of I skipped over. A couple other avenues. <laughs> yeah, I love uh, you know when you finish when you finish a movie immediately on YouTube. There's like rumor videos about the next one that's gonna come out. Like I would love <laughs> for that to be like porn. Like what happens next? Yeah, like there there have been some plot holes. Right, <laughs> that we haven't explored. With yeah, porn, you get game of porn. like conspiracy theory. With porn, you get fan friction. That's oh, ooh, mm-hmm. I like that fan friction. People writing what happens to the porn stars when they go home. That's what fan friction is. It's just yeah. like, what is their personal lives like? Right. What do they shop? 
the, the most the most vanilla like boring sex like <laughs> yeah right they just like, go home like a cuddle i keep work at work um <laughs> working from home i mean have you like you're a teacher right i used to be a teacher i am not a teacher anymore okay Okay, so do I mean do you want to share what you do where you're getting paid from home? Because we want to know the secrets, man. We got a bunch of entrepreneurs in this room. Oh no, well I'm just on unemployment. Oh, okay. <laughs> and uh, I'm on unemployment, and I, I in PA at least uh, we're we've been getting like six hundred dollars a week or some crazy shit. So mm-hmm. if you're on unemployment, so it just times out that the week that I get my unemployment check, the next week I get the like Pennsylvania stimulus money. So it's just like. It's all coming in at every other every week, so it's kind of it's not great. I mean, unemployment and everything going on sucks, but uh, it's also going to be weird to have to go back to work when I'm like I was making more money sitting at home. So I don't know. I like it's it's a weird situation to find yourself in. Yeah, yeah it it goes against everything. Like, but hey, you, you've been productive. You finished porn. I finished porn. I know I'm going to vote for Andrew Yang in 2024 now because once I got that fucking stimulus check, I was like, damn, that dude was right the whole time. Yeah. Not Trump money, it's Yang money. Just remember that. It's it's so funny to think about. Everybody was like, oh, $1,000 a month, that'll never happen. And then literally months later... If he were still running, I wonder if he would have any traction. I mean, I'm... Uh, yeah, it's, it's really interesting now. He was just a few, few months too early. He was ahead of his time. It sucks. Straight yeah. out. Uh, we, uh, described him, uh, in a past episode of the podcast as, uh, like a comic in a lineup and Dave Chappelle drops in and does 20 minutes right before you have to go up and then you go up and then don't address the fact that Dave Chappelle just went up before you. Like that, that was Andrew Yang. He didn't, he didn't play to the audience like that. I don't know. No, he didn't, not at all. And he had Chappelle on his fucking side too. He just like, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. I didn't even, t- I didn't even make that. Yeah, connection. Chappelle was like a full on Andrew Yang supporter. Yeah. He got a lot of celebrity support. Uh, yeah. so I'm surprised he didn't get much traction, but you know, automation is something that people don't think about, but yeah, we can talk now about they're going to. Now they're going to. The whole yeah. thing was like the best thing that could have happened to Andrew Yang. Yeah. Yeah, uh, the only thing that's going to mess up his 2024 run is if he starts talking about uh, nanorobots in his bl- in your bloodstream. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then everyone in the South is going to be like, nanorobot, you got one of these in my fucking gun? You're like, they're not going to, it's going to mm-hmm. fly over their heads. Yep, 100%. They can just die. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Casey Kuftick, social media, oh. where can we find you? Uh, on Twitter, it's KCJK. On uh, Instagram, it's just Casey Kuftick. All right. Casey yep. Kuftick keeping it simple on Instagram, but leaning into the initials, man. All right. Good to see you. Yeah, thanks for having me. Going, Stay safe man. out there. Yep. Thanks for being here. And uh, joining us from the east side of Ohio <laughs> is uh, is Tim Wolf. Tim Wolf. Yeah, Tim. Just pops What's up? in. Like, it's like he knew when he was going up. He's like, I'm not going to sit through the rest of this fucking thing. <laughs> no, I have, well, I have friends here, and I didn't want to be rude, so I logged out, and I was just keeping an eye on the set, like the 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 people. Perfect timing. See what I was going up. I didn't even see you here uh, the first time, so man, you're you're smooth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's up, everybody? Take it away, hey, man. Oh, so I just do the I I just say the thing now. Go for it. All right. Nobody's talking about the bats. You know, there's like all these safety precautions for humans, but nobody's helping these bats. And I think that it sucks because they can't wear the masks because they don't, their mouths are smaller than ours Mm -hmm. and nobody's manufacturing. If people keep eating bats, then there's just going to keep being COVID. So people a either have to stop eating bats or B these bats have to keep the bats are still shaking hands. They're not using Purell. And they're still going to fuck each other. And I, that's probably going to give people COVID because yeah. there's bats out there with COVID that are going to get eaten, you know? And also yeah. the guy that first ate the bat, do you think when he was driving home, he like looked at his wife and he's like, Did that bat taste weird to you? Because like, it, it's, I think it's fucking with me. And she's like, I don't know that my bat was fine. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so there's, there's people eating bats, also cannibals, like, cannibals nobody's helping cannibals because if you can eat 
an undercooked bat and get COVID because it has COVID, then you could probably eat an undercooked human and mm. get COVID. So we got to make sure cannibals are cooking people at the appropriate temperature. And the, you know, if you're going to kill people and eat them, you need to make sure that they don't have COVID mm-hmm. because I don't care how many masks you wear, but if you're eating a, a human that has COVID-19, you're probably going to get it. And then you're going to give it to somebody else by sneezing on them, you know, or, or, <laughs> or, uh, you know, I don't know, but I just think that people need to focus on the bats and they need to focus on cannibals because the, those two demographics aren't getting the help that they need. Right. And, uh, that's pretty much all. <laughs> that's not on Fox News. They don't have CNN. They're in caves. They're upside down. The TV's probably crooked. They can't hear. <laughs> you're going to eat bats. Well hear. done with ketchup. The, huh? Well done with ketchup if you're going to eat bats. Well done, ketchup. You can't be eating medium rare bats or people. No. Don't put undercooked bats in blenders. And if you're going to blender a bat, you made better make sure it's cooked thoroughly. Right. Yeah, you got to cook it first. Or at least this you is, blend the bat and then put it in the pan and cook it through. Yeah, there's too many raw bats. And if you're going to give a bat CPR, make sure you take its temperature first. Yeah. Yeah. A bat doesn't have to get its temperature taken all the time, and it should. Right. Why do I have to get my temperature taken? I didn't fucking get eaten by somebody and give them COVID. Right. right. And what's so the right temperature? What's the right temperature for a bat? At least medium well. About 130. I would say well done. Yeah. And I know people are like, oh, I don't like medium rare. I don't like rare bats. But <laughs> you got to like cook your bat. Cook right. your fucking bat. That should right. be the slogan of this whole COVID thing. <laughs> cook your fucking bat. Cook your fucking bat. Flatten the curve. It's cook your bat. Yeah, quote, cook your fucking bat, end quote. Yeah. Why do you think we cook food? Because everybody that didn't cook food, no, they died. And that's why that's not a thing anymore, you know? No bats. Yeah. yeah. No. That's really, you know, that's all I want is it's not even a comedy set. It's a PSA. Right. Cook your fucking bat. Well, I like where your head's at, Tim, because, you know, what we're doing is we're, we're trying to cure the symptoms rather than getting to the cause of it. And you're right. like real honed in on that. And I like that about you. We're going to keep perpetuating this unless we cook our beds. Yeah. Right. That's a good message. I think, uh, I think we can all learn something from that here today. Yep. Uh, that's fucking funny, man. <laughs> that's all I had. Like not being able to oh, watch sorry. TV. That's good. It's good to see you guys though. Yeah. yeah you too, it's man. good to see you too. I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad that, uh, yeah, we got to do this. Fucking technology is great. Tim, social media, hey, you want to plug anything? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I have statuses on Facebook. Cool. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Tim Wolf with an E at the end. Uh, <laughs> All right. See you. Yeah. Take it easy, Tim. Enjoy Bye. your friends. Tell them we said hi. I will. See you guys. You know Thanks. what I've been saying, David? I've been saying, uh, I want some of that sweet immunity. <laughs> I keep saying that to myself over and over. <laughs> I think you should say it to other people. Now, that sweet immunity. Nice. <laughs> what I do just you want to get it, but I don't. I know what it is. I know what it's like from you just listening to your perspective. Anyways, we could talk oh, about this longer, but yeah, we can talk about this forever. Show going. Yeah. One more comic. <clears throat> Steve, one more. One more comic. And uh, God, he's such a good dude. Uh, like I, I met him. I literally met him for like five minutes. We had a conversation at the Cleveland Comedy Festival. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, oh, this, this, is a, this is a good person. Um, and then I've learned that through other people. Um, we did a background check on every single comic who did the show mm-hmm. to make sure that he was, in fact, a good person. And he's uh, from Cincinnati. Great comedy scene down there. Uh, the very funny Zach Wyckoff. Hey, thank Boom. you so much for having me here on the uh, the 13th hour of this telethon. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody keep calling in. Let's get those phones ringing. Come on. <laughs> Raising money for, <laughs> I don't know, Andrew Yang's uh, presidential run in 2024. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Incredible. Uh, here's, here's my little joke. I'm going to do my little joke. Is that all right? Let's do it. That's how I start every comedy set. Uh, thank you for the kind words, Dave. You're, you're a nice man as well. Um, guys, so at the beginning of this thing, there was a huge toilet paper shortage, right? Like that was a huge thing. No one could find any toilet paper anywhere. 
uh, until one day I went to my, someone just left. That's really fun doing a Zoom show. <laughs> you can see, <laughs> you can see the people leave as you're telling your joke. That's fun. Uh, so there is no toilet paper to be found anywhere. And then I went to my parents' house and I realized they have all of it. They had so much toilet paper. It looked like they should have been doing backstrokes through it, like Scrooge McDuck. Like there was so much, there was, there was enough toilet paper there to get them through all of quarantine if they were only eating Taco Bell. Does that make sense? Like, I don't know. I, I asked them about it and I was like, what are you going to do with this? And they, they said they were going to donate it. Okay. I was like, okay, that's, that's a nice thing. You're going to donate it. Uh, I went back a month later and it was still there. Okay. So I guess they're just donating it. Like you donate to Goodwill or whatever. Like you just pack up a bunch of clothes, like, yeah, I'll donate this. And then you put it in a corner and you're like, ah, feels good to donate. And then it stays there until you move. <laughs> I think that's what they're doing with this toilet paper. Uh, the shortage I think was a really good, um, was a really like gratifying thing for people that were in to bidets. Um, those people are always pretty smug, aren't they? You know, I don't know if they enjoy the butt massage or being able to say that they were right more. <laughs> I don't know. I, uh, I just recently found out what a bidet was. Like I found out too late, you know, like water shooting up your, your butt. Like I, I just thought it was when you go into a public restroom and the automatic toilet flushes before you're ready. Like I didn't know <laughs> it was this whole thing. Uh, so I don't have a bidet or whatever. Um, but I'm not worried. I don't have a bidet, but I do have a water gun and an understanding roommate. So I think, uh, I think we're going to be good. Um, and that's, that's my little, Oh wait, no, no, no. Oh wait, here's this one thing. This is so dumb. It's not going to be worth it. You ready? Uh, <laughs> wouldn't that be a wild commercial for super soakers? Like, had enough fun in the sun? Well, how about a blast for your, ah, I'm just kidding. It's a family show. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I circled back for. Yeah. It was worth it. Uh, just for the visual alone. <laughs> I can imagine that commercial, just like kids outside, like, yeah. And just super I actually soap. had an idea for a sketch where it involved me. I was one of those protesters, but instead of an assault rifle, I just have a super soaker. That's and I'm just awesome. sitting out in front of like the, the Masonic temple or whatever. And uh, I want to shoot this still. I, I don't like ruining it, but I really wanted to bring it up now that you mentioned Super Soaker. She's <laughs> like, I got to make Hot Pockets for two months straight. Like that kind of thing, you know? Um, Everyone's like, you don't have to do that. Man. Right. <laughs> what do you <laughs> mean? Yeah. You had to make Hot Pockets. <laughs> what do you mean? That's I all I know how to make. My own house down. I'm a manly man. I don't know how to make food. Like... <laughs> Yeah, I love the idea of you standing next to all the assault rifle dudes. You're like, yeah, he's crazy, practice. man. Don't even don't underestimate Steve. He's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I will soak somebody. <laughs> Not even think twice about it. <laughs> I mean, you yeah. have to you have to have a straight face the whole time. Just like, right. what? I don't have a gun. Yeah, yeah. it's I'll loaded. There ain't I have I've had this thing pumped since February. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't want to have to use it. <laughs> Oh my God! This is a bidet, this is a portable bidet for America. Uh, I, I think it's funny that we 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 waited till the very end uh, to hear a toilet paper joke. I right? Yeah, I don't think there was one. I I I mean that's such a that was it was such like a initial. Deal. It was yeah. from months ago. It was like the first thing that happened, so everybody kind of right. forgot about it even a little bit. Yeah. Oh, so I'm so much has happened. Right. I've written one joke and I've kept adding on to it. <laughs> yeah. For a month and a half, and here we are. Well, I love the uh, because everybody, unless you have a bidet, everybody hates bidet people because you go to the like they yeah. come over to your house and then they go to the bathroom and they come out of the bathroom. What's the first thing they're going to talk about? <laughs> right. The right. Come on. There's something there. There's something. Yeah, there, it needs a little little bit more there. But there's yeah, something. that's something everybody can agree on. You know, you create <laughs> that mutual understanding that bidet people. They don't wipe. They don't have TV. Right. Like, like those people. They've seen Ozark. The, they've seen the next season that's not even out yet. Right. The worst people. They know everything that's going to happen. They, uh, they liked Star Wars, The Last Jedi. They, you know. <laughs> well, hold on. <laughs> I, I, I didn't like that. I did too. I, but I don't know anything. 
I would have, I would have loved to see how they uh, drew that story to a conclusion in the uh, the actual like planned episode nine. But that's a that's a discussion for another day. Yeah, I don't get it because I'm not a nerd. Uh. <laughs> Remember all the nice things that you said about me at the start? I was like, I'm just gonna tear those things down, baby. Broken expectations. <laughs> I'm gonna leave here and be like, what? It, what? I don't know anything anymore. What is life even? <laughs> <laughs> guy that I met for 10 minutes at the Cleveland Comedy Festival. <laughs> Same, but it was nice meeting you, man. Yeah, not as nice as it was. Yeah. <laughs> no, no I, I feel bad. I wish I had gotten to meet more of the, the Cleveland scene. Y'all seem like a great time. Yeah, anytime you're up here, man, uh, just just give us a shout. We'll make sure you get uh, you get stage time in all the right places. I know Cincinnati's got a great... I was actually going to be down there a couple yeah. times this year. I had a couple work um, gigs last yeah, month and this month, and nope. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll make it down there. I love, uh, I love Cincinnati, dude. Cincy is sincerely the best. Like, our everybody is so nice, and um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm a big fan of all of them. They let, they let me tell my, my, my sillies. Yeah, I think uh, local comedy is going to come back in a big way once, once we stop being scared of each other. No, I'm still terrified of you guys. Yeah, <laughs> you too, specifically. Yeah, no, we're. <laughs> We're intimidating as hell. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what that crazy. <laughs> the hair, like you got like a young Louis CK vibe going on. Yeah. That's what I think that's what I'm going for. That's what I've always wanted to be. Yeah. <laughs> when I was, when I was uh, graduating high school, I was looking at my senior pictures and I was like, one day this is going to be gone and you're going to finally achieve your dream of looking like Louis CK. <laughs> <laughs> Heck yeah, dude. Get you a black, a uh, pack of black t-shirts. Get to work. Yep. <laughs> All right, I'll be waiting. Uh, I'll be waiting for that patiently by the mailbox, as well as a super soaker and uh, some toilet paper. Incredible! Thanks so much for having me, friends. This was a delight. Are we done now? Yeah, I, I, I suppose we are. Uh, you want to shout your socials for oh, the yeah. few people who are watching? Like, come on! I'm come on! I can't wait. <laughs> I don't blame you. Uh, I am at whack underscore zycuff w a c h underscore z y c u f f. I made it very hard to find. So only true fans could <laughs> could find me. That's the goal. You've got to earn your laughs here. Exactly. Exactly. Awesome, man. Well, thanks for uh, thanks for taking the time to jump on. Thanks for sticking yeah, out to the end. Mm-hmm. It's been a pleasure. It was an honor. Let's get uh, Andrew Yang elected or whatever. Yeah, I'm with you. This is all. This has all been. A, he's watching. I'm sure. Steve. Yeah. How do you feel? I feel good. I feel good too. There's a lot we could learn from this. Uh, so thank you for sticking out. Those of you who are still watching, we made it. We made it to the end. Two and a half hours, that that takes some endurance, man. That's a long time for a show. Yeah, uh, yeah. Maybe we'll cut the 25 comics and put it down to like 15 if we do another one of these. We will uh, We'll have this up as like a bonus episode for the podcast so you can listen back to it if there are any jokes that you really like. Um, we recorded it. Aaron will sit through this entire thing. Yeah. He'll be like, hmm, edge of my seat. Two and a half hours. So uh, I enjoyed it, though. Honestly, everybody was funny. It was good. It's good. Time. It's good. It's, it's good to get out and um, get out. Run your jokes in front of other people. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I just thought it was funny. You said get out. Get, yeah, I know. Get I, out and, uh, yeah. I'm still using the old vernacular in this new world. Well, we uh, should because then it makes it it's a little bit like, yeah, I got out. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I'm social. Yeah. I did. Yeah. yeah we're out. Well, I didn't get laid, different. but. All <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. came close <laughs> you know that brett guy uh yeah brett yeah ooh. brett ooh yeah mm, i don't know if it's because i haven't installed my ac unit yet or her brett but i am moist right 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 um comics thank you for doing this show um if you want to get on the podcast shoot us a message a topic that you want to talk about and a clip of you uh doing that topic on stage and making people laugh with it because we want to find all the ways to make people laugh. And I think we explored a lot of good angles today. I mean, we went from Tiger King to uh, toilet paper to porn comments to glory holes to bats. I mean, we were all over the place to Zoom murders. There's literally an infinite number of ways to laugh at something. And uh, that's what we're trying to discover, all the ways that we can do it and keep doing it. We'll never run out of things to talk about, Steve. We'll just talk mm-hmm. until forever. Yeah. There's always very sensitive subjects. (laughs) Jeremy, tell us a little bit about Golden Ox Studios. We are a uh, multi-media studio dedicated to podcasting and live streaming and 
uh, all things of those nature. So we're also going to be expanding to gamers as well. So if anybody out there that wants to do like a, a live Twitch, uh, we'll, we can do that as well. Yeah, no, Jeremy's been great. I've just been able to kind of host the show while he takes care of all of the technical details. And it's, uh, uh, he, Jeremy, he's so easy to work with. He's fun to work with. Uh, so if you're thinking about starting a podcast, a, a Twitch stream, take all the uh, the guesswork out and work with a, a pro, man. Um, and, and he's adapted to the the times, uh, just converting yes. things digitally. And, Plexiglass, uh, the whole nine. Yeah. Sanitation uh, up the wazoo. It's a good place to, to do your podcast if you're weary of the uh, conditions. Yeah, it's and it's a great studio too, um, mm-hmm. right in Tremont in Cleveland. Or if you're not from Cleveland, uh, hit him up. He can do it virtually. Uh, we've been we've done a few episodes virtually, and I've really enjoyed the experience. You know, I, I like to mm-hmm. be I like to be near you, but it's this will happen. It's great. Sure. So, Gold Knox Studios. Your website is just goldknockstudios.com. Yeah. Cool. And of course, the You Can't Laugh at That podcast. Uh, Steve Murs, social media. At Steve Murs on Instagram, at Steven Murs on Twitter. Anything else you want to add? No, not really. No. Thanks for sticking it out, you guys. I had fun. fun. I hope you did too. Absolutely. I'm the David Horning. And uh, again, You Can't Laugh pod on Twitter. You can't laugh at that on Facebook, patreon.com forward slash you can't laugh pod. We're all if you need a link, just go to Mark Maron's Twitter feed, you know, just do that. You know? Yeah, Could yeah. Do that. It's, it's, it's actually his pinned tweet. That's it. I think we can sign off. If you'd like to weigh in on today's topic, follow us on Twitter at you can't laugh pod or like us on Facebook at you can't laugh at that and tell us how you did laugh at today's topic or how you didn't. This is all about the conversation is what I'm saying. All right. Bye.